cliffcentral.com. Dun, da, da, da. Here's Borge, George Meany. Hey, Gareth, hey, George. What's happening, man? Oh, um, well, in the world of the UK, uh, they caught a man that was um, driving without a license for more than, uh, well, all his adult life since the age of 12, and he's in his 80s. Um, <laughs> so, oh, George, I'm, I'm He's so... just been shooting the breeze. George, I'm going to ask you, because this came up on our, on our show on, I think, Wednesday or Thursday. It could have even been yesterday with Pumi. And we were talking about these the, the, the driver's licenses, and you know that machine that they've suddenly mm. fixed, and now the, now the machine is working again. There's a part of me that really wants to comply with the law because I know, like, if I bump the car or whatever, they're going to be insurance things, and they're going to try and repudiate the claim because I don't have a valid license. Why do we have this system in South Africa where every five years we have to get a new card, even though we probably drive exactly the same way? Is that standard? Uh, and I don't know if you know this off the top of your head. You might have to do some research on it. But are we the only country that every five years has to pay for a new card, even though our license is still valid? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know what the other countries do in terms of driver's license cards, but I, I, I wonder what the logic is. It's a good question to answer. The only mm -hmm. logic I can think of is maybe as you age, your picture has to change. But with the online world, you don't need that anymore because all we should really have is a card with maybe a QR code. Uh, the cop stops. He has his device with him. He scans the QR code. He gets a visual of your license and your, and your picture can change over time. So, so I, think, I think it's a case of just, you know, governments and authorities don't keep up with, uh, uh, with consumer um, digital kind of the, the world and the way it's going. I just think it's so dumb that we, it, we have to keep going to go and get this card every five years. And, well, and, in today's world, yes. I mean, it's just... Yeah, uh, but don't, isn't that accompanied by an eye test? Uh, yeah, but uh, I think Gareth's talking about actually changing the card and yeah. you know, getting okay. a, a renewed license, okay. a different story. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's, just, it's just dumb. And frankly, I mean, in, in a you know, country where you could probably buy your license, and trust me, I've looked into that as well. I've decided not to go the illegal route, so I'm actually going to go and do this. And I've, uh, you know, I found a, a business that does the they book the appointment for you and all of that stuff. But it's such a pain in the ass, and it's all just admin and bureaucracy. Mm. It makes you almost want to break the law. I, I I hate to say this, but you kind of go, well, I'll just drive around without a license. I've been doing it anyway for the last two years. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I think the, the, with the current debacle going on with this machine that's broken, and oh. <clears throat> I would imagine that there are a plethora of people that don't have licenses on the road now. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, like they're not just driving. You know, they just couldn't be bothered. And when you see like Fikile Mbalula on TV, mm -hmm. and you're like, really, this is the guy who's in charge of making sure that we all have some kind of regulation that saves more lives on the road or whatever. I look at him and I go, you couldn't save yourself if I threw you in a shallow river. And you're going to tell me that, <laughs> that the, you, you have the interests of ordinary motorists? At, oh, please, the Minister of Transport. I mean, I know, I know 10 of, of Carl, my dog's friends, who could probably do a better job in the portfolio of transport than, than Fikile Mbalula. And I can't. I, I'm I'm really struggling, George, to make it a priority in my life to get this license renewed. I'm struggling, man. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, you know, uh, in today's kind of world in South Africa, where it's very difficult to uh, uh, to, to to do, uh, it's understandable. It doesn't no. it doesn't mean the law is not there though, and that, no, no. that I think is no. uh, is the difference. Is you know, if you do get caught, there are consequences. Oh, no. Um, you know, so you got to. Are you going to take that risk? Do you want to take that risk? Um, no, I've got to do it. I got to do it. You know, so so sometimes, unfortunately, you know, we've got to do what we've got to do. Right. Okay. So this old dude had been driving without a license for all these years. Did he have to pay a huge fine, or did they just let him go? So the the, the authorities aren't um, you know disclosing what they're doing with the man, but they did say that he had never had an accident, he'd never caused an injury, he had never made anyone lose any, anything financially, and he'd never mm. hit anybody while uninsured because you know in order to get insurance you need a license. So um, and that's another thing I suppose if you do decide not to get a license, there are repercussions from an insurance, finance, a uh, whole bunch sure. of things which you've got to kind of right. think about. But, uh, but but he had never done anything in his – he was driving since the age of 12, apparently, for 70 years right. without a license. So then there's a, there's a cautionary tale. Obviously, you know, he was very lucky to not have got into trouble over those 70 years. But it does show you you don't actually have to comply with the law as long as you don't do something stupid on the road. You need to be concentrating really carefully every time you're behind the wheel. But shouldn't that be the rule anyway? We had too many roadblocks to get away with something like that. Hmm. It's probably true. Yeah, yeah, probably true. All right. So, I mean, let's not take this old man's example. Let's just try to comply. No. All right. And uh, then a man um, is suing Mercedes-Benz after his thumb was guillotined off by the by the car's door. Okay. Hmm. So now it's not – this is not just a regular slamming of the door and um, <clears throat> and cutting your finger off. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Mercedes-Benz, and a couple of other cars have it as well. It's called the soft close mechanism. So if you just touch the car onto the lock mechanism, it pulls the door into the frame. Nice. And it, uh, it closes the door for you. Um, all of the Mercedes-Benz electric cars now come with soft close. Mm-hmm. So he was standing with his back uh, facing the car and his hand leaning in the door frame, and uh, the car decided to pull the door in um, and lock and uh, guillotined his finger off. I don't have a problem. Oh. I don't have a problem with that. I like this soft close situation. <laughs> I'm, I'm driving uh, one of, of Phil from DeWitt Motors' new uh, C-Class Mercedes. This thing is so high tech. It's so beautiful. You get into it, you just feel like you're, you're in a spaceship. And if some moron gets his thumb in the way of the door, I think he deserves to have that guillotined off. I don't think he should be able to sue Mercedes. Sorry. Well, Gareth, of course you're going to defend him. You once cut your finger off trying to cut an avo. So yes, exactly. you, you, you're <laughs> yeah. going to be. <laughs> no, I'm not defending the idiot. More, more no, than one. No, no, no. Yeah, more than actually, a habitual offender. Yes, but actually I'm not defending the guy who almost had his finger cut off. I'm defending Mercedes-Benz. I'm saying I was stupid when I cut my finger with the avo mm. knife, right? This guy was stupid to put his finger in the door, dummy. In other words, well, you're mean, not going to sue avos. No. <laughs> or the knife Avo. company. Yeah, all those um, avos. They've got so much money hidden away, those avos. Those sneaky, slippery little seeds. <laughs> yeah, big avo. We, you've got to look out for them. Big avo. Big, is... big avo. It's a big part of the economy, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and then, Gareth, uh, Gareth the uh, Slovakian transport uh, uh, department has uh, approved this flying car. Which one? Let me see. Let me see a picture of this. 
This flying car has been approved by the Slovaks and uh, um, it is uh, it is now it had to do over 200 hours of flying and uh, you know George I can't uh, sorry, I can't see the car won't you just send me the link and I'll put it up Let me send you the link yeah, that's uh, I want to see this cuz I've been looking you know George since I've known you we've been talking about flying mm-hmm. cars and mm-hmm. and Leanne even before I knew you George Leanne knew that flying cars that's the one thing that I'm most excited about the moment I can get into a car and then also <clears> take <throat> off into the air oh that'll be the exciting the most exciting day of my life So the Slovakian Transport Authority has uh, approved that car for airworthiness. It's called the Air Car, uh, powered by a BMW 1.6 liter engine, can do 170 kilometers an hour and fly a distance of 1,000 kilometers. That's fantastic. All right, let me see if I can. I love the look of this one. Because it's very sexy. Here it is. Let me put flying it. car can sometimes pass as like a little helicopter-looking thing. We've seen mm. those before. Like a tiny capsule, but this looks like a flying car. It's awesome. But it takes up more than one lane on the road. That's the problem. Jeez, like. Well, <laughs> well the, 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 the wings do fold back. Oh, so, uh, okay. It takes, it takes three minutes, apparently, to, uh, um, to fold the wings forward mm. and fold the wings back again. Um, and if you just go down to the next picture, you'll see it on the road there, Gareth, uh, um, if, uh, if you Let scroll see, down on that link. find another picture of this. Um, and it does, it, it, it folds back. So, yes, it would take up two lanes if, uh, if the wings were out. But okay. it, actually, it actually looks pretty cool. It doesn't look too bad, but, it, but I still think we can improve this design. I'm, I'm thinking more of like a Star Wars, you know. I, I know that I've got high standards here, but these guys have been messing yeah, us around. They've been telling us for ages now that they would make this very sexy car. I've been waiting. I don't want to get old, and I'm already kind of old, before I get my Sky Car. Bring it on. Like, th- this is the best you can do? That's what it is? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I mean, we, it is a bit crude, but, uh, but at least it's a start, and that's the, that's the main thing. I All right. Yes. I Look, I, George, I'll take it. Exactly. I'll take it. All right. <laughs> and then finally, um, you know, the Audi e-tron is here. Um, and uh, Audi have uh, partnered with grid cars to uh, increase the um, electric charges, electric car charges in the country and uh, right. increase their capacity. So we're going to get uh, even more charges in the country thanks to Audi in the coming, uh, coming months, uh, thanks to Audi and grid cars. And uh, they promise to be able to charge your car uh, up to 90% within 30 minutes. Right. That's very impressive. So the e-tron is their, their electric car, right? Just so that yes, those, no, nobody's electric car. You, you talk about these things because you t- talk about them every day, George. But um, exactly. many of us don't know what an e-tron is. I was on AutoTrader the other day, George, um, because this is my new favorite thing to do is to just go on there and Google or, or, or search on AutoTrader all kinds of really sexy cars and see how many of them I can't afford. It's a fun game I play. It's a fun game that you can play. You've got to, Love you it. know, the, the, the ones that one really can't afford, um, sure. you know, is for like 99.9% of us. Mm. And that is the ones that are marked POA, yes, which is pro- price on application. I noticed some of those, yes. Mm. Yes, so uh, those are uh, th- th- those ones. I mean, the reason that uh, that they put up the POA on uh, on AutoTrader is, is because those prices change all the time. It's not like the price stays the same. Yeah. Um, and the cars are often rare, so they appreciate or might even depreciate. So you have to apply to, to get the price. I love that. When I see POA, I'm always like, oh, one day I'll be rich enough to actually go, hi, I'm actually asking for that price now. Hello. 
Tell me. So I find I've I've always wondered how much nicer the salesmen are to the people who call for that. Oh, like yeah. like whenever I see POA, I'm always like, I wonder if George's guys are gonna say, Sir, where are you? A foot rub is coming, you know what I mean? If you need a Reiki healing, yes. no problem, I got you. Sure. <laughs> I, I saw this one, uh George. I, this is still the car I want more than anything else. This um this Merc GT. Look at that thing. Oh, Jesus. Very cool. I, I, I got so excited about that. I made it my wallpaper on my laptop. Hmm. That is, that, that, that is uh, I think, uh, from Mercedes nice Benz, it's one of the sexiest cars there. It's have. the, it, dude, I, George, I haven't like felt this way about a car in years because I stopped being interested in cars, really. Yeah. And I, 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 yeah. I, I drove one of those when I went for that, um, that day on the track at, uh, at Swartkop here with uh, Phil and, and his team. We were driving all kinds of cars, but that GT, oh my God, I fell in love again. And now I've been kind of obsessed. I'm, I'm a bit of a, of a GT stalker on Auto Trader. If you go and look up who's been, if you, cause you could see the back end, right? If you look at the ISP that's been looking up all the GTs on Auto Trader, you'll see it's me every, every week I'm there. It's probably Gareth. You, it's me. Uh, you, you know you can marry objects these days. I'm, right? I'm ready. I'm ready. If, if, if a GT will just have me, I'll have it as well. What a great I think car. I think one of the one of the sexiest GTs is still I think it's the 2012 model. Um, I, I I still like that particular GT the most. I think mm. it's the 2012 model. There's there's oh, one of them that uh, I, I'm not just, even. It just I'm not timeless. even picky about the year, George. I, they're just all. I mean, they've they've brought out a 2021, which is I, I start drooling when I look at this goddamn thing. <laughs> they, they they are very nice. Uh, I uh, I must agree with you. And they're rear wheel drive, which means you can go sideways. Mm. Such a great car. Anyway, so that's my uh, that's my admission, my guilty admission. I've been secretly late at night going onto Auto Trader and looking up these cars. Sorry, what can I tell you? Oh, I see. You you're the one that late yeah. at night. Yeah. <laughs> very embarrassing. Crashing the website. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you're the one. You're the one that uh, you know when the when the when the software engineers say. There's still someone on our site. We can't do this update. Oh, it's um, me at three yeah. in the morning. Yeah, that's me. He's, he seems to be on for seven minutes every time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all right. Yes, all right. Vroom, vroom, baby. All right. What else you got for us, George? Uh, that's, uh, that's it, Gareth, for this week. Right. Cliffcentral.com.